This is AgriFutures On Air, brought to you by AgriFutures Australia, driving innovation in Australian agriculture. As you are about to hear, the AgriFutures Horizon Scholarship is aptly named. Not only is there a $10,000 bursary associated with it, but there are multiple opportunities for career development. Hello, I'm Chris Brown. Applications for the 2021 AgriFutures Horizon Scholarship are now open and will remain open until Friday the 15th of January at midnight, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time, for university students in their final two years of study. The scholarships are not limited to traditional ag economics or ag science degrees. Current scholars are studying those, but also in areas such as engineering, plant and animal sciences. The only prerequisite is a commitment to a career in agriculture. As AgriFutures Australia Managing Director John Harvey says, there are scholars who have never set foot on a farm in the same room as fifth generation farmers, and that's elevating the conversations beyond anything seen before. So who'd better to tell us what it's all about being a Horizon Scholar than a Horizon Scholar? So welcome Emma Moss, talking to us from Broome in Western Australia. Emma, tell me a bit about your background and how you got to be where you are now. I grew up on a little hundred acres just west of Toowoomba in Queensland. Um, Dad grew dorpers there and had an agronomy business around the area in Gundimoree. And mum had her own kinesiology business, which is like a, a natural health business in Toowoomba. So I went to school in Toowoomba, travelled into town every day, then had our little block with our horses and our sheep and our potties and menagerie of whatever the animals we were collecting at the time. And yeah, it was kind of enough. I guess both my parents were from properties when they grew up. So we've always been involved in the rural, like we'd always have visitors that were from properties or working in agriculture. And then growing up, we used to do pony camps, which sounds like a saddle club thing, but it's not. It's going out into someone's paddock and, you know, doing some camp drafting and some cross country. And I think it was about oh, 50 to 100 kids being controlled by about five adults. And um, yeah, so I guess just growing up, we were always exposed to that. And then my older friends, brothers and sisters were going up north and that was kind of something that I wanted to do. My mum worked on a sheep station in New South Wales when she finished uni so it was just something that I always wanted to have a go at and then I got a job her friend just started his own recruitment agency and so I got a job through him up north and I didn't know anyone I didn't never met anyone up there never even heard of anyone living in the Kimberleys for me it was just some dot on the map I really just knew it was in northern western Australia but kind of had no concept of how big it was or anything. Was this before you went to uni? Yes, yes. So I finished school in 2015 and then 2016 I went to Narama and it was supposed to be one year and then I loved it so much that I tacked on another year. Ended up up north for two years and shaped my uni degree around wanting to come back up north. So I went back to Queensland in 2018 and started a Bachelor of Sustainable Agriculture, focusing on livestock production. And then I also added on a Bachelor of Agricultural Science, majoring in agronomy to look at the plant and soil side. So I lasted for two years in Queensland, coming up 
every uni holiday. I could back over here to do rodeos or to visit my sister who was working on a station and whenever I could. And then this year I decided to study externally whilst living up here and working on a station. Okay. So you're still at uni. How long have you got to go? I finished one degree this year. So I finished the sustainable agriculture this year and next year I'll finish the agricultural science. The Horizon Scholarship itself, you applied for it first a couple of years ago, didn't you? Yeah. So when I first applied for it in 2018, it was for the first two years of your degree. And so I got that when I first started at uni and the MLA sponsored me, Meat and Livestock Australia sponsored me. So I had that for 2018, 2019, and then they changed the rules that it was for the end two years of your degree. So I I reapplied and I got it again, sponsored by MLA, which was very lucky because it's such a great scholarship. Well, it is a great scholarship and it's worth $10,000 over the two years. I imagine that comes in quite handy for a uni student. Oh, absolutely. I've used it to do some traveling and work experience in places that I probably wouldn't do otherwise, just because of mainly budget reasons. There's no no such thing as a rich uni student, I don't think. It's been pretty amazing. And also to buy a new laptop because mine died. But um, yeah, it's it's been really handy. And But to be honest, the monetary side of things, whilst that is really helpful. That's not the best part of the scholarship. All the networking side and and the doors that it opens and the people that you meet, I think that's the most valuable part of the scholarship. Yeah, of course it is. So tell me about that. What doors opened and how did you benefit from it? Part of the Horizon Scholarship is they call a summit. So it's one week of all the Horizon Scholars together with the amazing Bryce Ives. And he is like the most He's the best facilitator I've ever come across. I just absolutely love him. He brings out the best of everyone, the shyest people in the room. He'll get, you know, talking in front of everyone and those country boys that just want to grunt and don't have opinions, you know, he gets them talking too. He is he's amazing. So that summit involves a different theme every year, but it might be sharing your story or public speaking or different concepts of thinking, ways to think, brainstorm ideas, ways to present different ideas articulate your opinions, all different themes. So it changes every year. That was really valuable because I think that taught me to not underestimate myself. I started uni at what 19 years old and what did I know? I was 19 years old. I had two years on a station. I didn't really know much, but I just had a huge passion for agriculture and for sustainably producing beef. But I didn't feel like I could really participate in conversations because what did I know? And I think that really taught me to value my opinion and value my story because I did actually have something to contribute. And whilst learning and sitting and listening to other people and asking questions is so important, I think not underestimating the power of telling your story, that's something that really came through to me. So I have an Instagram page called Life on a Station. And at the start, I was just sharing photos and Bryce really made it clear to me that that was actually a really powerful thing to encourage other people to tell their stories too. So yeah, I guess the scholarship, it boosts everyone's confidence to not underestimate themselves as young people in the industry. And I I imagine that then opens up so many doors because you that confidence that you can open those doors and walk through them. Oh, absolutely. Because then a part of the summit, there's a networking evening. So we have people from all different industries, the Grains Research and Development Corporation, GRDC, Meat and Livestock Australia, MLA, like, or Egg, Australian Eggs, like, all the 
main big players in Australian agriculture that you can imagine are there, plus the guest speakers that we have as well. And everyone is so happy. Any young person willing to have a go, most people are very happy to give them an extra five minutes to have a chat. And so it was learning how to have a chat so that we actually know how to articulate what we want to say so we're not babbling but also just how to how to learn and how to make the most of those those networking opportunities and those emails and those contact numbers that we we do get over time and walking into a room as a 19 20 year old you know often you can just walk in and blend in pretty easily and no one really notices you like I think we kind of underestimated and then to have that confidence just to walk up to someone and and actually make an impact like for me, that's, I mean, that's gained me some pretty cool work experience and, and some pretty cool public speaking opportunities just from having that extra confidence to say, well, you know what, actually, no, I can contribute to this conversation because whilst I don't know everything and I'm not pretending to know everything, I do have an opinion that's valid. So it's, yeah, it's just been a really great door opener and confidence booster. And you talk about work experience here as a part of the scholarship, you're assisted with placements as well. So tell me about the placements you've had. I've had some pretty wild placements. I I would say my wildest placement was in the Catherine Department of Ag. I flew into Darwin and then I went to fly into Catherine and they put the wrong wheels in the plane and so we had to turn around and then there was a delay. Then I ended up having to take a bus like pretty well through the middle of the night to get to Catherine. Then I rocked up there and the fellow I was working with, I think his like grandma or wife or someone was crook, so he had to look after the kids on the weekend. So he literally just dropped me at the research centre in Catherine, like 15 k's out of town, and said, oh, there's this Portuguese fella here. He'll show you the ropes. I'll see you on Monday. And I didn't have a car. I didn't have food. I didn't have anything. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, no worries. And so I just, like, walked into this house not knowing anyone there, tried to look for the cattle yards, and there was a few kilometres from the house. So I just waited and until this man who looked kind of Portuguese started walking up to me. So I introduced myself and... I said, oh, you know, can we go into town? I don't have any food and no worries. So anyway, he ended up having some friends from South America who were looking to invest. I think they had properties like in Peru and Paraguay and Brazil, Argentina, like everywhere, and they could hardly speak any English. So we ended up going to dinner with this group who ended up being one of the biggest agricultural groups in South America and an Australian representative and him trying to to translate these conversations and so then over the weekend end up traveling around with them to all these properties that they were looking at investing in and I don't think I ended up going to work for the department of ag until like Tuesday or Wednesday because it was just such an amazing experience and these these guys were really cool and I can speak a little bit of French I did all my lessons in French at school and one of them could speak French and so we were kind of having our basic conversations in French or using emojis on our phone to talk. It was the funniest thing, but it was really cool because it was learning what they were looking for whilst investing in Australia. And I didn't even intend on doing any of that. But since then, international investment things has been a really big interest of mine. So that was, I think that's probably the coolest work experience I've, I've done through the scholarship an amazing experience for you never forget that I think it'll be another conversation but I can't get over the fact that they put the wrong wheels on the plane but we will leave that there <laughs> they, now, they told us to prepare for the brace in the brace position become familiar with the brace position when we were landing it was quite terrifying Emma you you are as you mentioned a couple of times uh, sponsored by Meat and Livestock Australia tell me about the relationship that develops with your sponsor 
Yeah, so we're really lucky because with Horizon, there's only one or two sponsors, like people who are sponsored by the MLA each year. So when they come to the summit or when we're emailing, it becomes quite a close relationship because there's not, you know, five or six or more people sitting at the table. It's just one or two of us. So that one, we get to talk about our specific interests and they can put us in contact with other people in the MLA because they're always doing amazing research and development projects and just have all of these people, Australia and worldwide, about just any part of meat and livestock production pretty well. So that's been amazing that they can put us further into contact. But they've just been great just to ask questions about anything in the industry because they're so on top of it. Great. What skills, you, you talked about your ability, your confidence to walk into a room and engage in conversations. What sort of other skills have you, do you think you've developed through the scholarship program? You know, I'm, I'm thinking here about leadership skills, for instance. Um, that's a really good question. So in the summit, as I said, each year has a different theme. And I think one of the biggest skills I've learned is consciously thinking so different ways of if there's a, an idea, how to approach that. So if you're trying to come up with a solution, don't inadvertently have the problem or the supposed solution proposed somehow. So I don't know if I worded that very well, but just trying to think outside the box so that your own thinking and your own natural biases, such as your passion for beef production or you know, where you grew up. So your natural biases aren't getting in the way of actually coming up with a better solution rather than what you already know. So that's been really useful because that's become a little bit of a habit. Are you talking about your analytical skills here, I suppose? I think so, yeah. And then it also, that changes how you communicate with people because you don't assume any knowledge and you don't assume any opinions. And I think that's that's really valuable when you are trying to present a a problem or a solution or even just talk to someone about aspects of agriculture, not assuming anything. Emma, I've had a look at the application form for uh, 2021. I'm not sure if you've had the opportunity. There are some really very thought-provoking questions there to be answered in the application form. Now, I can actually see that the process of thinking through the application is quite valuable just even in and of itself. Oh, absolutely. I always encourage everyone to apply for the Horizon Scholarship. And I also apply just for other other scholarships for the same reason, because how valuable, even if it's just for that month of thinking, okay, well, why am I in agriculture? What interests me? Where do I want to be in five years? And there's no right or wrong answer. And, you know, what are my values and what are my values that led me here? Those things might change and they might, the way you prioritize them might change based on things that are happening in your life. But it, it is very thought provoking. And I think it actually gives you a bit of a clearer path, even if you don't know specifically what you want to do with your life or specifically what part of agriculture or whatever it is. It's just identifying those those key values and those key drivers, which might change. And my honest answer for the next five years involved me having a year off study and traveling. And, and that that's not an incorrect answer. I think people think sometimes they've got to give what they want to hear. They, you know, they think, oh, well, they want me to, just, to jump straight into being a professional. So this is the answer I'm going to give them. But I was quite honest in saying, well, after I study, I'm actually having a year off and traveling South America and America, COVID permitting now, so that I can expand my knowledge of agriculture based on what's happening worldwide. It's being honest with yourself and, and yeah, it's it's such a valuable process just to keep in touch of what's driving you to where you're going. 
Yeah, they are questions that you could almost revisit every six months or 12 months to, as you say, just self-analyze and uh, think about where you're heading your in terms of your career. What do you think have been the highlights, apart from your meeting up with the Portuguese South Americans, uh, what have been the highlights of the scholarship for you? That's so hard. I probably say the summits each year. I mean, unfortunately, in 2020, we didn't have an in-person summit, but the AgriFutures team did this incredible job of each week. We met up for a couple of hours each night and we had some amazing guest speakers. And so we all took turns at facilitating the meetings and having questions and I think the summits, because you just get so much out of it and it's, it is really tiring because it's very thought provoking stuff and it tests your values and it tests what you've already been thinking and you question and revisit a lot of your old thought patterns and habits. And because it goes from anything from, I don't even, I can't even think of people's names at the moment, sorry, but you know, it might be a public speaking figure. And so they're teaching us how to do a speech and then it might go from someone who like Mike Lee from Alpha Foods, he blew my mind. So he is he is into marketing and communicating in agriculture. So not necessarily changing the way that we're doing anything, but the way we're communicating to our customers or consumers. The summits are definitely my favorite aspect because it just expands your mind in such a short amount of time. And I think it takes about two weeks to get over the summit afterwards just because your brain has been activated so much. But yeah, the summits are so invaluable. Okay, so tell me this, Emma, then why should people apply for the scholarship in 2021? What do you think are the main advantages that they'll get out of the application process? And if they're lucky enough to win, becoming a Horizon Scholar? So yeah, starting with the application process, just understanding where you're at in your head, in life, in terms of what you want to do in agriculture, that is a great way to start and if you've got to do that application five times in your life that will not harm you at all because it's a really great way to think about things and then the interview process that's also really valuable because you can't undervalue or undersell yourself you've really got to say well you know what this is what I'm good at I am naturally a leader or I am naturally a quiet person in the room but when I do contribute to a conversation it's valuable because I've stood back and had to think about it so that's the interview on the phone is is very valuable. And then if you do get into the scholarship, the connections that you make, one with the people like your cohort, I think that's a really cool concept because I, in 10 years, 15 years time, we can call up these masterminds in agriculture. You know, one of us might be prime minister or the minister for ag and one of us might be leading some grain company. And I think that's so cool that we, we all keep in contact and the fact that we can just send them an email as a friend and say, hey, what do you think of this? That's really cool. So having that networking with our cohort and then the networking within the industry. So you don't even have to know what you want to do specifically in agriculture. And if you don't, that's fine because it's such a broad industry that just getting into that agri-futures world or being able to network within agriculture shows you how much is available and all of the different weird and wacky jobs out there that you never, never thought existed. So I think Horizon is a very appropriate name because it really just opens your horizons yeah what a wonderful way to end it emma you've described it fantastically and it sounds like it's been amazing benefit to you and i just wish you all the best in the future thank you very much for your time today though thanks for having me chris emma moss a current agri futures horizon scholar who's sponsored by mla 
If what Emma has told us whets your appetite, get onto the AgriFutures Australia website and look for Horizon Scholarships. But don't dally. Applications close at midnight on Friday the 15th of January, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Thank you for listening today. My name is Chris Brown. You've been listening to AgriFutures On Air, a weekly podcast brought to you by AgriFutures Australia. 